Hello and welcome to Nerd Lounge Podcast Edition. I'm your nerd, Matt, and as you see, we don't have Tim here with us, but I do have your nerd, Fibs, and your nerd, Steven. Hello. It's good to be here. Yeah, thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Uh, So basically, what I was wanting to do was, uh, Nerd Lounge is usually about news for the community on what we're doing, what updates there are, and I thought Podcast Edition's perfect because we've got a lot of podcasts that we're starting to run. And actually, Stephen, the reason why I wanted you to join is because tonight you're going to be jumping in on one of those podcasts. That's right. Do you know anything about it? Uh, I know I'm going to be joining on the gaming podcast tonight. Got a vague idea on topics we're going to cover, stuff we're playing currently, and talking about some stuff that's coming up in the gaming world. And you're doing that with John and Mike. Correct. Yeah, I believe they're the both the co-hosts of, ah, what did Mike call that? Bite-sized gaming. Bite-sized gaming, that's right. Yeah. So that is, uh, I think Mike's doing that right now as every week, but that could adjust to like an every uh, two-week kind of thing. But uh, that's one of the first things that we're starting, and another one, another podcast that we're going to be doing is a, um, a TCG podcast, which I'm currently talking to Stephen about possibly hosting that one he's thinking about it but uh if anybody on the community is very knowledge on tcg and is super interested on hosting a tcg podcast bibs is that Uh, that you saying you want to host a tcg podcast i have dabbled in the tcgs i don't (laughs) think i would make for very good uh of a host just because i don't have that that depth of knowledge that many other tcg veterans have Steven's definitely got that depth of knowledge, I'll tell you. At least I've, I've seen it for Magic and DBS. And uh, you've been dabbling a little bit in Digimon? Yeah, back when it first came out, I dabbled a little bit in Digimon, but I've kind of fallen off of it because I've been getting much more into the Dragon Ball Super card game over the last few months. Yeah, I've noticed that you and Mike have been playing that like crazy, in which we are having a tournament every Friday. How have you been faring on those tournaments? Uh, been playing since about mid-November, and I've gotten first place twice. Very nice. Since then, very nice. Um, that game. The reason why I haven't been able to jump into it, if I may, it looks like it's veering a lot towards like win turn two, turn three. Is that always the case, or is it during seasons? In my experience, like I said, I only started playing back in November. So from hearsay and what I've experienced, back when set 11 was the newest set, it was very fast, very aggressive. But right now we're in the Evolution Booster set 12 area. The game has gone a lot more mid-range because there are a lot more cards, which people call floodgates, that prevent people from attacking multiple times in a turn. Okay. So those kinds of cards kind of gate out the super fast aggressive decks very nice those decks do still exist because if they don't have them i'm just gonna rush their face now when you're building a deck like that and i've i've been on the sidelines watching it seems like you're able to almost construct a dbz narrative using your deck of cards in a sense uh, on that note i actually have a napa deck mm-hmm. the napa deck oddly enough runs a lot of cybermen napas vegetas and Cybermen, because the whole deck shtick is producing a lot of Cybermen and using them 
to blow up your opponent's creature or battle cards. Because mm-hmm. uh, for listeners, uh, one Cyberman is worth what one Raditz, uh, which is the equivalent to an Earth Yamcha. And there's actually okay. <laughs> there's actually a card in like the deck's archetype called Unexpected Casualties, and the artwork is just Cyberman giving Yamcha a nice little hug. Yep. So already a little dabble on what could be in the TCG podcasts. Again, if you are super interested, and if Steven even decides to take up as a host, he could most certainly use a co-host. So it doesn't hurt to come on in and you know chat with us and see if that's something you'd be interested in. But that's just one of the uh, many podcasts, well, two of the many podcasts. You've got the Buy Size and the TCG. Fibs and I have been talking quite frequently about doing a Dungeons & Dragons podcast as mm-hmm. well. Fibs, have you had any ideas on that? Well, I know that there are a lot of D&D podcasts out there right now. In fact, I've mm-hmm. been uh, looking at getting into listening to more and more podcasts mm-hmm. so I can just understand sort of what the trends and what the thoughts are of other DMs and players out there. But one area that I think will always be good listening material is just understanding that dynamic between the player and the DM. Mm-hmm. Because as a DM... The, the, the toughest part of my job is is running the session and at the very end of it not knowing whether or not the players had fun until I basically asked them at the end of the game, oh man, I hope you, I hope you guys had a fun time because I'm having fun. But I'm surprised at, at sometimes what a player says their, their favorite part of a session was or the thing that they clung on to and found most memorable. And I think exploring that uh, that exchange between uh, DM and player would be of interest for for other DMs and players and just the TT RPG, you know, family in general. Sometimes, and we as DMs tend to pick it up in the game. Sometimes something that we never even developed, but was just a little little tidbit of the game, you begin to realize the players really love it, mm-hmm. and so you try to develop it more within the game. And it's not even, it never even passed your thought process that they would enjoy it so much. And mm-hmm. so it's also good to kind of gauge them on that so you can maybe add it to future sessions or or get rid of it entirely if it turns out they hated it. <laughs> right. And, and sometimes uh, when you're developing stuff like that, it's not necessarily one specific thing, but it's just acknowledging the character or the player's character as a whole. So whenever I start a session, I will always ask for their race, class, and background and try to tie mechanically Mm -hmm. and thematically at least some part of what I'm putting together into one of those three aspects. I love druids and and rogues because, like, the, oh, I'm going to seed in druidic and thieves can't into the adventure, and it's going to be little tidbits of something that the players, the party, would not have access to without those players being involved. So I know, Stephen, that you actually played one or two D&D sessions when you first started coming to the store, which I'll plug it in really quick. We have D&D every Saturday, in case you're new to the podcast and you didn't know that. Um, but you haven't been playing it as much anymore as of recently, but has D&D been something that you've enjoyed? Yeah, uh, I enjoy D&D to an extent. I'm not very much a role player or a min-maxer type of person, so it's it's kind of hard just to have D&D click with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I do have a good time when I'm playing. It's just it's not really my thing. That's understandable, but you do have your wife uh, 
Congratulations, that just recently happened. Mm -hmm. She plays. Yeah, she plays every Saturday here, at least Mm -hmm. every time she gets a chance, and she loves it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to be starting campaigns coming up pretty soon. Do you know if she's joining in on the campaign? I'm not too sure what you mean by starting campaigns. So the way that we usually do it here are one-shots, maybe sometimes woven into campaigns. Interwoven, one might say. Interwoven, one might say, exactly. (laughs) Um, But it's it's usually just one-shots, whereas Gunter is actually doing a full-fledged campaign starting this Saturday, and it goes for three weeks. So pay up front, and you'll have the same people at the table for the next three weeks. Okay. I don't know if that was something she was, she was interested in. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know y'all were doing that. And I'll have to let her know. See if she, see if she's got a spot. I've noticed his table's already almost sold out, so it's very possible she's already got her spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah get the word out. Yeah, for sure. Um, and there's actually one more podcast off the top of my head that we're going to be doing, and Alan's excited about this one, so he'll be hosting it. You guys probably know what that is already, don't you? I do believe so. Yeah, go ahead. Let's say it. I believe he is doing a, a tabletop. A board game podcast. Right. Yep. Yeah, I we have yet to find him a co-host as well, but uh, I know he's excited. He's mm-hmm. already working on some kind of outline of uh, the first episode, and I think he's going to start working on it this week. So that's going to be really good. I, I think we're going to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the bulk of what we got that we're working on for podcasts right now. And, oh, actually, I wanted to backtrack. Can we backtrack? Let's backtrack. No, I'm sorry. No? We can only go forward. Dang it. But, right. oh, oh, okay, yep, yep, you reversed it, so now we're in the past. We're, here we are in the past. <laughs> Somehow you stayed outside of time. Yep. We'll have to talk about that That's later. That's how I do. So back to D&D, actually, you were talking about, and and I jumped gun here, and I shouldn't have, you were talking about that that connection of DM versus character or player kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, I've been messing with the idea, and hopefully it would catch enough interest, of having um, a slightly different kind of D&D podcast session of of a of an egotistical bard, which aren't they all? Depends. Depends. I don't, I don't think all bards have to fit a certain mold. But, but I think I, they do. Well, and, and a lot of players play them that way. Yes, yeah. and I think the 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 mistake is players misconstrue high charisma with ego, or or let's just be frank, horniness. And and so I I think it should be more about that force of presence, that ability to sway people emotionally, and. I, I honestly don't know why uh, bards aren't starting revolutions every, like, two or three sessions. Well, you said it yourself, force of presence. And so, therefore, the bard who I have in mind forces his presence upon everybody that will listen. Well, I suppose we'll just have to agree to disagree. <laughs> so, the idea for this podcast, we have not yet. Well, actually, uh, we're... We're messing with a name called mm-hmm. A Name in the Stars. Right. Yes. The idea for the podcast is a bard called Asir Woven, A Name in the Stars, who is a super egotistical, so much so that he, even though nobody knows him, believes his name's already written in the stars. Okay. And so the podcast is going to be kind of breaking the, the fourth wall, the fifth wall, the D&D wall between 
breaking breaking that DM screen. Breaking the DM screen, exactly. Right. And it's going to be about that bard as a host speaking with a dungeon master, which mm-hmm. the dungeon master will change each week, mm-hmm. and a player who may choose to be as themselves, um, whiffing or what's the word I'm looking for, spitballing mm-hmm. with the DM. Or they could choose to act as their favorite character, talking about their favorite moments and their mm-hmm. favorite adventures. And uh, that's how that's going to be set up. A seer woven is there to steal, share the story. Right. And so, I don't know, do you think that would bring enough uniqueness and interest? Well, like I said, I think that dynamic between the player and the DM is, is very... It's very good to explore, not only for just the entertainment value, but but having a better, deeper understanding of that that relationship between dungeon master and player. Um, as far as having a third party host to sort of keep the ball rolling, to to help navigate that relationship, I do think that has a lot of potential. Um, just to you know, be careful that they are uh, walking that fine line between that that interpersonal relationship between uh, the DM and the player, and then the the narrative overall that's being constructed for the podcast. You know, just little things. Yeah, little things. I think it's going to be really exciting. We're we're really trying to push out a lot of different content. We we've said we've got the D and D. We've got the um, TCG, we've got the board game, and we've got the bite size, which, again, you're going to be talking on tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Sorry, my brain here. I'm pretty sure that there's a potion to help with that. I could use it right about now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what exactly is bite size covering? Is it what is people are in the mood for at that moment or do you have a specific topic that you're hoping to touch tonight um i I think the topic we're going to be touching on tonight is kind of uh of the three people uh, me john and mike our experiences and what what our early experiences in gaming were Mm -hmm. i know last week they talked a lot about hollow knight is that something you think you'll be riffing on again or did you ever be a part were you ever a part of hollow knight yourself yeah, I actually streamed my first playthrough of Hollow Knight a few a couple months ago. So we got a little plug here. You're a streamer on Twitch. Uh, I was. I don't do it as much anymore just because okay. it's hard to find the time. Understood. Understood. Well, if it is something that you get back into, we'll go ahead and plug it for the players that want to watch anything. How far into the Hollow Knight did you get? Uh, I I streamed the entire first playthrough of it, and there then is. I kind of fell off because I didn't really have a consistent game to stream. Understood. But hopefully when Silk Song comes out at some point, I might pick that back up on stream. And what's that? That is the sequel to Hollow Knight. Okay. That there's no official release date for yet. So it's an official sequel or it's a DLC? It's a sequel. So, okay. All right. So a whole new game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it won't be anything like Miles Morales where it's just a glorified DLC. Sorry, yeah, it, I had to plug that in there. <laughs> so far, it's looking like a whole brand new game, tons of new enemies. You play as a different character entirely. Very nice. Y'all have to join in, especially if I want to keep complaining about Miles Morales. 
don't get me wrong, it's a pretty fun game, but the more I think about it, the more it's just a glorified DLC. Just really for the price point of 50 bucks. Ooh. And for the fact that it has bricked multiple other systems because if it goes to sleep mode while in a PS5, it may break the PS5. Now, do you have to have the original game to buy Miles Morales and play it? or No. So it is a standalone game, you just have to buy a whole new game to get that extra experience. Yes. Because, so it is a stand, like you said, it is a standalone game. It has nothing to do, well, no, I shouldn't say that. It has no connection to the original game as in, like, playable. Like, it's, it's got the storyline connection. But if you buy Miles Morales, you're not getting the original game. You're getting what is a glorified DLC where most everything is the same. Combat mechanic is pretty much the same except for some extra features but you're getting, let's say Spider-Man was, I'm going to guesstimate here, 60 hours, the original Spider-Man. This one's only about a 20 or 30 hour game. So in a sense, it's a spinoff series type It's of a thing. spinoff. Yeah, there or, you go. Or it's like the, the, the Madden of Spider-Man games. Oh, gosh. See, I was thinking more like, oh, yeah, Family Guy is like the main show. Then you have like the Cleveland show. That was the spinoff of it. Well, I could see them taking, like, the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. and maybe doing, like, individual releases of all the different Spider-Verse oh, so like, characters. So like, also doing, like, a Gwen Stacy version yeah, of Yeah, or Spider-Noir, or or Spider-Pig, was he the... Spider-Pig, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, and, I, and, then, and then doing all those, like, once a year, it's still pretty much the same game, but maybe slightly updated graphics, different rosters, and... I'm not against this, but... When you're you're paying you're you're forcing people to pay just ten dollars less for a sixty hour game. Uh, I mean, yeah, ten dollars less of a sixty hour game to a twenty or thirty hour game. It's just ten dollar difference. It should be at least thirty dollar game. I I'll even say forty bucks. But when I gotta pay fifty to fifty five dollars for a spin-off series, a glorified DLC, a, a multiverse of games, mm-hmm. I expect more content. So so welcome to every Madden player in the entire history of the Madden <laughs> gaming franchise. Uh, they've just made it into a Spider-Man game. So um, I've never considered that. And that's where they hit you with the combo packs. Yeah. <laughs> let's not. Or the let's combo not, bundles. Let's, let's save that for Bice. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a different show. That's oh, different that show. is a different show. Uh, that's pretty much all that I had on podcast there. There's some updates within the store that we'll keep you guys posted on, such as we've got our next overnight event that'll be coming up next month. We've got that up on Facebook. Get your lightsabers. Get your lightsabers. Uh, we also have some pretty big news that I'm not quite yet ready to share. Some of the people in store are aware of it, but we have to make sure a couple of things fall into place before we make it widespread knowledge so keep your eyes and ears posted for for those updates and is there anything you guys can think that i'm missing the top of my head um, just that we we love all of our silly nerds that's right we do you you are the reason that this place exists and that these people are working so darn hard it's because of the community that we've grown and we're just going to get bigger and better. Are you going to play the character that starts sobbing? Because this is touch touching moment. Or do <laughs> I play that character? I think you got it. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like... <laughs> Until next time, 
You guys know what to say? Uh, stay sexy, Quad Cities. <laughs> stay, sex stay sexy, Quad Cities. That's that's it. That's what what is that? What we're supposed to do? You got you got one. Stay sexy, Quad Cities. Okay. There we go.